Welcome back. A new NFL season is with us. Um, I'm. It's just Dave here before the show starts. Um, just saying, we are going to be back with a full season full of shows. Uh, we're going to have all the usual stuff, but we're going to try and do some uh, other different stuff in there in between. So make sure you subscribe to get all the latest shows. And uh, if you could leave us a review, that would be fantastic. I mean, ideally five star, but. You know, if you want to do something else, then feel free. It's a, it's a free, free uh, world. So, yeah, five star ideally, but if not, free will do. Um, but yeah, thanks for all of you for uh, listening, and make sure you subscribe. <laughs> Welcome back to the First and Ten podcast. Week one is pretty much in the books. We are here to do our little roundup of all the games, all the action, all the highs and the lows. A lot of lows for all of our teams here. Um, And yeah, we will have a little look forward towards next week as well. But very briefly, there will be a preview show coming up later in the week. I'm your host, Ross. With me as ever is Dave. Oh, you're right. Good, mate. We've got Josh. Good evening. And Ollie. Hello. (laughs) Should we... Should we start with you, Ollie? Should we just get it out of the way? I uh, I I wouldn't want to take over like that. Um, let's 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 get all the other games out of the way first. Okay. Um, right. I, yeah, I just we'll we'll build up to it. <laughs> okay, we'll start with Thursday night football. Uh, the Chiefs lost twenty twenty one to the Detroit Lions. Um, I mean, Kadarius Tony boys, he had a game, didn't he? He had a great game. They were drinking to. Uh... Yeah, it was grim, wasn't it? It was. Uh... <laughs> I mean that um, the pick six that obviously goes against Mahomes was uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I, if you can ever just take one off the stats, it feels like one that should be. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything to worry about for the Chiefs or anything. But yeah, it was a uh, not not the best showing in that first uh, game of the season, was it? But yeah, no. I think they'll be fine. I get players back and stuff; they'll be all right. But uh, yeah, good, good win for the Lions, wasn't it for sure? Rashi Rice looked good. That was part of my main takeaway from the Chiefs. But yeah, the Lions looked efficient. Maybe not as um, explosive offensively as last season. Ollie, what do you reckon to the Lions? Um, I well, I was quite happy about this one because I did start off the predictions contest quite well. Um, <laughs> I only wanted to take the Lions. I'm very happy with that. But yeah, I mean, it's very much sort of what I expected from them. Very heavy on the run game. Um, and nothing up the fr- up front for the from the Chiefs to stop them really. Yeah. Um, and it's just obviously, like I said, the Chiefs they do tend to start quite slow. Um, and you know, I'm sure at the end of the day, by week five, I'm sure we'll be seeing a completely different Chiefs team. <laughs> yes. But it was it was definitely one of the highlights of the week was that Kadarius Tony game. Um, Most I just it, footballer ever at the minute. Isn't it? Well, this is the thing, like. I never really had that much like obviously Giants fans as a whole absolutely despise him. And I never really felt that strongly against him right. until he came off of Twitter after that game. Right. And then and then after the Giants game last night, he started trolling us again. So either you're on social media and you're going in the in the back and forth or you're not. You don't get to pick and choose. 
That's fair. All the powers of social media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Sunday football. Uh, the Browns beat the Bengals 24-3. I don't think any of us saw this coming. The, ben- the Bengals look lifeless. Joe Borrow, 14 of 31 for 82 yards. Um, Josh, what, what happened? What happened to the Bengals? I was actually sat uh, watching it and uh, talking to my um, my friend at the time, and I said it yeah. generally looked like he was carrying that 270 plus million in his back pocket while he was trying <laughs> to play. It just didn't work. And I know that the Browns' record against the Bengals has been extremely strong. I think I heard it was nine out of the last 10 that beat them now. Yeah. So. Maybe from Cleveland's side, they were a bit more confident than we all were in them. But, yeah, something just didn't look right. Mm. T Higgins, Dave, eight targets, no catches. And reportedly not going to sign a new contract either. It's a tough one. I, I, I'm not too not too worried about it. Like We've seen it. We've seen way more good from him in the past than mm. this. And the fact he's still getting them targets, despite that news, that they, they are going to move on from him, which... yeah. When, it's just one of these things that has to happen. When you're paying Joe Burrow that money, someone has to uh, a go, and that seems like he's the one that's going to make way. But yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think, I, like I don't, I don't worry about it too much with this Bengals team. I think we all know they're going to be good. There's not, it's not as much change from the team that was there last year, is it? Really, it's not. No, it, it's only really got better. I would say overall, and uh, you know, Burrow's still maybe not quite over that injury. Um, mm. The Browns didn't maybe. The Browns didn't look great, I didn't think either. It was a lot of Nick Chubb, and he's got all the he's got all the running back carries this season for them. They yeah. didn't look particularly great. Watson didn't look anywhere near the Watson we <laughs> kind of wanted to see. Um, are they going to get better, Ollie? Do you reckon, or is it just kind of week one, get the job done, and sort of build from there? But, but I assume you talk about the Bengals. <laughs> Did well, you just both teams through, well, yeah. exactly both. Um, it's one of those. I think it was. I hate to blame it all on the weather, but it was mm. a very wet game. Yeah. Um, and obviously that does tend to suit the run game more, suits the Browns. Um, I, I, But at, at the end of the day, like you said, the Bengals are going to get better. Um, I don't, and it's one of those, like you said with Watson, there were sort of, a, there were a couple of plays that he made mm. where I thought that's a decent throw, but it's not, that Deshaun Watson that we saw. Yeah. And so there's still something missing there. Um I don't know, maybe a conviction. But there's <laughs> there's just I th- like yeah, he's he's definitely not back to where he was. Even if he I, I feel like he was improved by, uh, compared to what we saw last season. Um but yeah, if the because the thing is the Browns realistically it needs to be a Super Bowl either this season or the next. They've gone all in on this guy. Yeah. Um, and you know, if they don't win anything from it, then what do you have to show for it other than tarnishing your name, really? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I it's just one of those. I think the pressure is on. I just don't know how much time they've got, and I don't know if he's got enough these days to get them over that hurdle. Yeah, it feels weird, but I think even in a 24-3 win, it almost comes out of it. With more questions about the Browns than it does the Bengals, it's uh, yeah. I mean, where there was just so many questions about Watson going in, I don't think anything you really saw last night that really made you think, oh yeah, like definitely going to be fine. Where the mm. Bengals, you sort of know they're going to be okay. Like it's just going to be a bit of a blip, and they'll probably yeah, still they're win. Too talented, aren't they, to not? Yeah. <clears throat> where the Browns, I think we've definitely spoke about them last week. It's just 
is Watson that player? And like, mm. I'm not sure that he is. It's no, a, yeah, hard one. Um, the Baltimore Ravens put to bed the Houston Texans with relative ease. Um, J.K. Dobbins is done for the season. It's such a shame for him. He wanted to get that new contract signed, and it just didn't happen in time. Um, Zay Flowers, though, on the other hand, breakout performance in week one. Um, are you looking to the Ravens overall? Um, I thought it was an interesting one. I've never seen such a casual quarterback performance. That um, fumble that Lamar did, where he's just walking around with the ball in one hand out here. I, yeah, I, and he's uh, one of those. He, uh, I, I mean, obviously they're playing the Texans, so maybe mm. there's, there's that is the reason behind it. Yeah. But they just seem like, yeah. Oh well, I've just fumbled the ball. It, it, I, I mean, I guess you know, if you wanted to draw the comparison to Cam Newton, it's that's Cam doing this, wasn't it? And it's just like, it, just like, oh well, I've just fumbled it. Oh well, <laughs> and, and I've been there a couple of times when that happened. And you just, he's just so chilled about it. Yeah. Um. And I oh it obviously slapped his chest a couple of times to say you know my fault or whatever, but yeah I obviously they're much more talented and just a much better team yeah. than the Texans. Um, and it, it, even in spite of you know th- how casual they were, the Ravens um it was still dominant. For, and like you said, Zay Flowers just you know first game in the NFL. We, we've seen plenty of rookies who we have high expectations of not deliver right away. Yeah, and so for him to come straight in and just have a game like that is yeah special talent. Yeah, Josh DJ Stroud, twenty two of twenty eight of forty four of two forty two, no touchdowns, no interceptions though either. What would you make to his debut in the NFL? I was actually going to briefly mention. I don't know if anybody was actually watching Red Zone where um, him and was it a Richardson at the uh, Colts both threw that identical. First pass where it bounced up in the yeah. end of both forty. Yeah, <laughs> what the odds were that going to be? Um, yeah, obviously a lot of pressure in in his first game in the NFL. Like you say, I'm sure he'll be very happy that he's got no interceptions. Quite a lot of sacks. I think there was five sacks. Yeah, um, but quite heavy yardage as well. Um, and a lot of passing attempts. Forty four. Again, it's the depth for me in that Houston team that he's going to struggle with this year. Yeah, um, there's no real names that you are jumping out at you. Obviously, Pierce, um, the top rusher yesterday with only 38 yards, probably sums their depth up at the moment. But yeah. again, it's very early. We're, we're we're talking about people like Trevor Lawrence. Um, a couple of years in, we, we can't judge somebody on one game. No, that's fair. Um, Dave, let's come to you with the Buccaneers beating the Vikings. No one saw this coming, did they? I mean, I don't think any of us picked it, did we? No. Um... <laughs> Baker's back. This was one, I think this was one of four games where all of us got it wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Week one, wasn't it? Yeah. It's um Yeah, I think they were just uh I mean sort of forget that they have still got some talent on that team, even despite, you know, the quarterback issues players they lost. There is still some good players on there and uh It's a good receiving tour, isn't it? Yeah. I don't I don't like, it wasn't um wasn't good for the the sort of Vikings narrative from last season either, was it the you know, losing all the, <laughs> winning all them close games very last year to then come out and lose a close one straight away. Sort of, yeah, really uh, backs things up. But I thought Mayfield looked fine. I thought he was all right. Um, yeah. I don't he think he's really, like, special yeah. anymore or anything, but I think he can be a fine sort of callback for this sort of team. You know, there's not necessarily got any real chance of winning necessarily, but yeah, can sort of still do something. But... Um, they yeah. in the middle of the road, weren't they? I think that's where they kind of where they'll finish the season. Yeah, I think like, if things go right, like that, that division isn't exactly well, yeah. uh, strong, is it? It's, <laughs> um, 
you know, if Evans and Godwin, what they have like eleven catches or something like that, and yeah. hundred and thirty odd yards, something like that. Yeah, like they look pretty good again. Um, yeah, I don't, I, it feels a bit like um, I felt like with the uh, Bengals and Browns, nothing too much changes coming off the back of this. I think mm. the Vikings will be better in the future, and the Buccaneers will still probably not be great. But going into Minnesota and what is been one of the best home field advantage over the last few years is uh and getting a win is a is a really good start to the season and yeah I think I think the Buccaneers will be pretty happy coming up coming away with that win but yeah, I don't yeah. think the Vikings will be too concerned. I think you know Jefferson was still great, wasn't he? With 150 yards or something yeah, like that. Nine catches. Was, um, yeah, I think they were fine. Like Madison didn't have like tons on like his actual sort of stats don't look incredible, but I think he looked pretty good from what I saw of him most yeah. of it. He's getting first downs over scrappy yards he was fighting for. Yeah, like I think I think the Vikings will be fine. I don't think they'll be like too worried by this, but you know, as I say, it's not not good for the uh the Vikings narrative that's uh been flying <laughs> around for the last year or so now. Uh let's move on to the Falcons. They beat the Panthers 24-10. Um the Falcons needed this, they needed to get off to a good start. BJ Robinson looks good. But it's Tyler Algier with two touchdowns on 75 yards from 15 carries, more carries than Bijan. Um, they've got a good one too, there, haven't they? They've got a very good running attack. Holly, what do you reckon to the, the, the Falcons this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is relatively expected. The, I don't think anyone's expecting too much from the Panthers this season. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, Algier was arguably, you know, better out of the two of them. I, it's one of those when you've got the one two punch and then. Ridder, I guess they're expecting him to run a bit more than he did today. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he didn't really run at all, to be honest. But uh, only eighteen yeah, attempts, though, as well. Well, this is the thing, like you know, Algier, seventy-five yards, two touchdowns. Like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But, like for the guy, I don't, I don't know if Bijan Robinson, if the plan is he's not a running back and therefore he's going to be everywhere and therefore Algier maybe does get more of the carries. Yeah. Um but yeah it'll be interesting to see how that works out going forward. Pretty comfortable win. Um I, I, there are a few positive signs from Bryce Young. Um but at the end of the day when your two leading receivers are your tight end and your running back, I think it pretty much sums up the state of that offense. Yeah, definitely. Um but yeah I think he looked all right in the first first start, you know, I, I think I was I was expecting him to be sort of absolutely destroyed in this game mm. but uh yeah no a bit of promise and i think there's definitely something to look forward to even if it's not immediate for fans yeah josh if you're a um a drake london fancy owner are you concerned mm. about the lack of passing and his zero receptions yes and the fact i had a few pennies on him to get 75 <laughs> plus yards yesterday <laughs> um but what I was going to quickly mention about the Falcons is obviously they've had a few tough years recently, and you almost feel like we mentioned about Robinson wasn't the the um, key rusher yesterday. Mm. But if something's working for them in a game, you almost feel like they're just going to stick with it. Mm. I know it sounds pretty obvious, but obviously what they were doing yesterday with the two running backs was working. It got them the win, so stick with it against your depending on your opposition, obviously. Yeah. Um, but they just want wins on the board this year, and I think if something's working, then they're going to stick with it. Yeah, they could be very much a week-to-week team, couldn't they? You, if you've got either of those fancy players, the running backs, you've got to play them at least in your flex, just to because you never know from week to week who's going to break out. I guess. I think what's weird about it is like normally when you see someone just like eighteen attempts, it's in a game when they've just got miles ahead early, and yeah. 
you know, they've just gone to the running game. But like this was sort of still close, wasn't it? Kind of <laughs> yeah. in the fourth quarter. It wasn't like this was uh like just done early and they just sort of take it out yeah. of hand, just give it to the running backs. Like so I would be a little bit worried about it if I was the Falcons. I'm, not, I'm just not sure just this sort of game plan is really sustainable in no. the NFL these days. Um, you know, I'm not saying sometimes you won't win that way, but I think Ridder's got to, you know, they've got to give him a little bit more than that to yes. really do anything this year. You need to get at least into the 20s, don't you? That's a, just yeah, a, ba- a baseline. That's a Especially in this sort of game. In a tight game, 18 passes is yeah. really, really low in this day and age. Yeah. Um, two lads who threw the wall around loads were Sam Howell and Joshua Dobbs. I mean, not very well, either of them. Um, one touchdown thrown between two and one pick, both from Sam Howell. This was a, a fairly bad game. And the Cardinals, not only are they trying to lose this season, their uniforms are the worst in football. <laughs> they look hideous. Um, Do you not think they're at least an improvement? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying they're good, but like they last season... The ones they've had for however many years, yeah, I, I really wasn't not not a fan of those. Either. These are like they've been down sporting soccer and just bought a bunch of red shirts and put some numbers on. <laughs> um, anyway, let's. Um, I think we can move across them. Has anyone got anything to say on either of these two teams? Um, no, I mean, I it was all good for the good for Washington. I think, yeah, you know, new owner and all that sort of stuff. It's sort of quite. If it, it feels like a different atmosphere there, doesn't it? Now, which is good, yeah. but yeah, I mean. I don't know there's a lot you can really take away from a win over the Cardinals this year. I think, uh, you know, we'll have to see different different tests to have any real opinion on them, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next game we've got will be uh, Jags 31, Colts 21. Dave, Anthony Richardson, what did you make to the debut? 24 of 37 for 223, a touchdown and a pick. I'll be honest, at this stage, this game sort of passed me by a little bit, considering how much was going on. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd had a few to drink this weekend. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, I, I haven't got loads to say about this game, to be honest with you. Fair enough. Um, Trevor Lawrence looked good. Um, he, he was definitely targeting Calvin Ridley early and often. Eight, uh, eight receptions he finished with, seven of those were in the first, first sort of quarter and a half. Um, Ridley finished with 101 yards and a touchdown. They look good, don't they? Really, Ollie. The Jags look sort of the class of their division, which is not hard, but yeah. I mean, I was I was a bit nervous about that with this one because the Colts were leading quite late, mm. and I, as, especially after I, you know, made the bold prediction of Jags going to be the number two seed. Yeah. I was a loss to the Colts in week one is not a great start to that, but uh, yeah, it was nice to see Calvin Ridley show the sort of training camp form come into a game mm. and it's you know he actually looks it looked like he did on a training pitch and yeah. then but to be fair you know decent performance from Anthony Richardson he really put up a fight like to sort of keep the Colts in this mm. um but yeah I just the, the, I think I think the Jags are a good team and I think they're going to be up there this year um and the Colts I I'm honestly not sure about I I just think the direction they're going. I'm really not sure. Obviously, Michael Pittman is a great player. Yeah. There, there, there are there are some pieces there. Um, they'll probably upset a team or two. Like you know, this Jags team. I I never expected this game to be this close. Yeah. But yeah. I just uh, I I can't see. I don't know. I I think the best thing for the Colts this season is they'll upset a couple of teams, but then yeah, that that will be it. Yeah, I don't, I nice don't think pick. they're really going anywhere. Yeah. 
Um, Josh, the 49ers absolutely trounced the Steelers 30 to 7. Um, Niners, Niners look great. Christian Caffrey is the man in uh, the running back position in the league, but the Steelers absolutely lifeless. Um, is Kenny Pickett the answer long term for them? I want to say no and quite boldly say no. Mm. Um, again, you almost think that last year was it a short term solution and they haven't really had an option, so they're going to try and stick with it. Yeah. Um, but the support around him. Again, the wide receiving names aren't exactly the <laughs> big names, or they've not dragged anybody in to support him. Um, and then you've Najee Harris, obviously, it. running back very poor yesterday with only six attempts, I think I read. Yeah, six carries of 31 yards. Um, wow, yeah. Um, the game, obviously, the 49ers took a very early lead and then they were kind of blown out the park quite early. So, yeah, I'm going to say no. Um, again, we're judging off one game against a very strong 49ers team. Um, but I do think something needs to change if they want to uh, pick up some wins this year. Yeah. Brock Purdy, Dave, for the other position. Um, I've, I've seen him back. He looked very solid and kind of carried on his form from last season, didn't he? Yeah, I think I think you'd be delighted, really. Like, especially after coming off that injury with him. And, yeah. You know, it's not, not been the easiest sort of run into this season for him. Um, obviously, uncertainty about back um all these things but yeah i think he looked pretty good against what i think is still going to be a really good defense um yeah i thought tj Watt was good but i don't think the 49 look just like a really good team they just looked a different level to the season didn't they where the seas just feel like that middle of the road mm. they'll be good enough you know they might they might sneak in the playoffs they might end up sort of you know being like seven wins or something but i think they're going to be fine but yeah, the the 49ers just looked sort of every bit the contender, I think. They uh yeah, yeah this, I think this was one of the most impre- impressive performances this week. And the Steelers are gonna be an ugly watch all season. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they're not gonna be the most fun, that's for sure. And TJ Watt, he was he's the best part of watching his team. He was knocking balls out of players' hands left, right, and centre. He's he, he's just an absolute monster, isn't he? Yeah. He's, Three uh, sacks already. Yeah, it's uh yeah, pretty good start to yeah. Of a defensive player of the year campaign, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, the Saints 16, the Titans 15. This was all field goals until Derek Carr threw a touchdown uh, in the third quarter. Chris Alavi looked good, eight receptions for 112 yards. The, the, from what I saw, the Titans were just trying to time and time again force the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, resulting in some awful picks from Ryan Tannehill. He finished with no touchdowns, three interceptions on 34 attempts. Um, Hopkins is obviously still very good, but you cannot force the ball to him constantly because he's, he, at some points he was tripping and almost quadruple covered. Um, Ollie, what do you think to the the new look Saints? I guess with Derek Carr at quarterback. Well, I guess the Saints the Saints defense looked quite good. Um, <laughs> obviously picked off Ryan Tannehill three times. Yes. Um, and you know. Derek Henry, 15 carries, 63 yards. I think as a defense, you're pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that was pretty much the strength on this one. Neither, I mean, neither team looked great offensively. No. Um, Alave, I guess, is you know the sort of standout. And to be honest, the Saints receivers, I think they look all right. I don't think they look outstanding. Yeah. Um, and you know the Titans are a team that if if you want to be taken seriously you should be 
beaten them by more than a point. Um, but yeah, I like like I said, the defense looks good, and if if that defense can keep them in games, I think Derek Carr has just about enough to win them a few and maybe just win the division. Yes, I think you're right. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders 17, the Denver Broncos 16. The Raiders lead in the division, as we all predicted last weekend. Um, I didn't see any of this. I didn't see any a single highlight from this game on Red Zone. Uh, is this, it just completely passed me by. Um, Jacoby Myers, nine receptions for 81 yards and two touchdowns is not bad. Pretty good start to the season for him. Um, we all drafted him, didn't we, of course? Nice and high. <laughs> Definitely got on a few teams. <laughs> he was on my bench. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, what do we make to the Broncos? Anyone see this and anyone think that is the Sean Payton era going to be different to the Nathaniel Hackett and every other era they've had recently? I saw, I caught a little bit of that. I was flicking with Red Zone um, with yeah. the Patriots at the same time. But I think something that stood out for me was the amount of different receivers um, that were used by Russell Wilson. Mm. I think at one point there was like six or seven and they were all like two for two for 20 yards kind of thing. Yeah. It was literally spreading the play. Um, so it wasn't becoming too obvious. And I think we mentioned it earlier that Wilson did actually look a little bit more like his old self. Um, I, I almost want to say that they kind of threw that game away because they were they looked very strong in the first half, um, let the Raiders back into it and ended up losing by a point. Yeah. 11 different receivers were targeted. At the end. 10 of them had catches. Um, definitely spread the wealth around. <laughs> this... Uh... Jimmy, this is about what you can expect, I think, from Jimmy Garoppolo. 20, 20 completions and 26 attempts, 200 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. For me, that's almost the archetypal Jimmy Garoppolo stat line. If you're backing it up with a solid run game, Josh Jacobs had 19 carries for 48 yards. Not great. Um, but there's, there's limits to how far this Raiders team can go, though, aren't there? Yeah, I think... Um... I think Garoppolo is going to be fine. I think he's not going to be a lot different to Derek Carr, mm. what he has been. Um, it's just such a tough division. It's uh, yeah. absolutely brutal. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be hard for the Raiders, but getting wins like this uh, are really important for you know some some people in that in that whole organization that want to keep some jobs. There's a yeah. there's a lot of them from Garoppolo all through the coaches and. GM and yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, jobs on the line this season for the Raiders, I think. And yeah, yeah, just sneaking these wins out of the your job at the end of the season sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. There was there was nothing that was particularly uh, stand out from the from the Raiders. I don't think. I think I think they were fine. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think coming away from too excited if you're a Raiders fan, but you're also not like too disappointed either. It's just one of those games. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got a win on the board. Yeah. So you can move on to week two. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like your classic Russell Wilson game as well, where there's some real good stuff in there, but yeah. ultimately doesn't really do a great deal. <laughs> you know, yeah. 20, 27 to 34 looks great, but 177 yards with that isn't isn't no. excellent, really, is it? And uh, no. You know, I, I, always think, I always think Russell Wilson's so much better when he's just, you know, taking some shots and. Mm. I don't know. I just didn't feel like we saw enough of that, really, or no, if any a, of it, really. It's, uh, there's a lot of underneath passes there, isn't there? Yeah, I'm just not sure that's how you get the best out of Wilson, but I don't know. I think he's. Uh, I think you need to get him taking some more risks than he than I saw from him yesterday. Yeah, definitely. 
Let's talk about quarterback and list it up yesterday. Mac Jones, 35 of 54 for 316 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Um, it, it was all in for naught at the end. It was a 2025 loss to, for the Patriots, the Eagles, but closer than you thought, Dave. Mac Jones slinging it 54 attempts. Yeah, I think like I was I was happy, but it was more defensively that I was sort of really sort of more excited about his team. I thought defensively would be really good. Yeah. It was weird. Halfway, like, sort of just before the end of the first half, I thought, oh, God, just another Mac Jones game. He looked sort of <laughs> done absolutely nothing. Um, we didn't really do anything the first half at all, did we, really? Sort of no. towards towards that, then all of a sudden that last uh, last few minutes, it'll come alive a little bit. And all of a sudden, oh, it's actually close. But um, yeah, I think he had a much better second half and, uh, you know, maybe just a bit of rust after the off season. And kind of good. But I mean, this Eagles defense is. A really good group. It's not like they're. Uh, he was going yeah. against some uh, a bad team, but yeah, it was a it was a really weird game. That second quarter, it just it was like punt, 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 yeah. punt. It was a uh, yeah. It was it was we were closer than I think the scoreline maybe. You know, I don't feel like these two teams are actually this close. To mm. be honest, um, I think yeah. the Eagles will get better as the season goes on. I think it was just two good defenses. I think that's uh, I think two good defenses. Um and yeah. yeah, some decent enough performances. I don't think anyone's too concerned about like the Eagles or anything. I don't think Hertz was great. I don't think it was his best game, but it was fine. But yeah, Matt Jones looked all right, which you know, yes. considering how I've felt about him for a while, I'll take all right. <laughs> Josh C. Kelly it was a leading rusher, seven carries for twenty nine yards. Um is is that sustainable or was because Ramondo didn't look great on the ground, just a twelve carries at twenty five yards. I think um, most of them yards came in one rush in the very late in the fourth quarter as well. Yeah. I don't know if there was a, a lack of screen passing yesterday, um, which obviously I know Stevenson normally falls straight into. Um, again, the conditions weren't the best that we mentioned on that East Coast yesterday. And when we went 16-0 down very early, I just thought, right, it's going to be an absolute blowout. Um, it was nice to see Kendrick Bourne getting a couple of um, touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and quite a few receptions and targets as well, saying we are lacking in that wide receiving department. Um, I think, briefly backing up what Dave said, it was, I want to say it's positive performance, even though we've just taken a loss mm. against a very strong team. But I almost a little bit disappointed that we probably had enough chances to win that game. And yeah. yes, we are probably a lot further away from the Eagles than the scoreline suggests. But week one, if you can get that win and boost that confidence, um, now going into another tough game against Miami, I think that's at home as well. We could end up being 0-2, two home games, and then the season's always looking very gloomy quite early on. So yeah, it, it definitely improved after the first, what, six or seven minutes of interception, fumble, whatever happened. And so fingers crossed that Tariq pulls his calf in the week and we haven't got to uh, struggle too much against him next weekend. <laughs> um, Ollie, if you're a, a fancy owner, are you, you going to touch any of these Eagles running backs this year? Because DeAndre Swift had one carry for three yards, whereas Kenneth Gainwell had 14 carries for 54 yards. I think it's a tough one, isn't it? They've always done it by committee. And when part of that committee is also your quarterback, yeah, it's diluting it even more. Um, I, I, I think Swift will eventually come out on top of that group. Um it's just a question of how big that percentage is. Yeah. Um and you know it, I think given his ADP, I think probably best given a mess. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think uh, Smith's we... a tough one. We, we've, yeah. seen it, we've seen it like this is basically what he's been in his time in the Lions as well. You know, just mm. they, didn't, they didn't seem to trust him. I don't know what it is. Like, he had a yeah. lot of pedigree coming out, but I think we saw the same sort of thing at the Lions. I don't think they ever really trusted him to be the, that player. So I just, I do want, I do worry about him. If I was yeah. a Squid fantasy owner, I would be, uh, I'd be concerned. Yep, that's me. I'm trading away this week as soon as I possibly can, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. Uh, let's move on to the Seahawks. They lost 13-30 to the LA Rams. This was uh, appalling, um, really. Our defence is god-awful. Um, Matt Stafford finished 24 for 334 yards. No touchdowns through the air, but it just ran all over us. Uh, Puka Nachua, 10 receptions, 119 yards. Um he is going to be the maybe the number one pickup on the waiver wire, and he has got sort of one catch for nine yards next week written all over him. I think so. I would <laughs> I would stay away. Um, but yeah, this wasn't the best start to the season. We looked good first quarter, second quarter kind of still in there, and then it just we just dreadful in the second half. I think we had a combined total of three offensive yards in the second half, which is not the way to play football in the NFL. At least you haven't just paid a quarterback a yeah sort of. Fairly sizable deal. You know. We have got at least a, a get out clause in that, thankfully. So yeah. we can get out after a year um, when we're picking the top five. This continues. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Metcalf looked good. He broke a man's ankles with a little juke in the first quarter uh, for his touchdown. Um, but yeah, that was about the highlight for me. Let's move on. Let's move on to where are we on to next? We are going to the Chargers and the Dolphins. Arguably the game of the weekend 36 34 to the Dolphins. It finished. Tyreek Hill, just the 11 catches for 215 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> Tua had 28 completions for 466 yards and three touchdowns. They are going to take some stopping, aren't they? If the Chargers threw everything they had and couldn't stop them. Um, Josh, are they the clear winners of your division? What can the Bills do against this? I've tried not to get sucked into the Jets and the Miami hype in that division, probably just because I'm a bit biased knowing yeah. we've sat at the bottom. Um but yeah, looking extremely good. I know Tua seems to have these games normally once or twice a year where he just drops four hundred yards like yeah. it was the norm. Um I mean, he was more than four fifty yesterday. Mm. Um but yeah, they do look very good. The wide receiving department with just well, Hill, Waddle, probably just them two alone yeah. should be pushing towards the top of that division. Um still obviously at running back was it most? Uh, I think yesterday um, was the yeah. the Russia. I still always think they're probably li- lacking a little bit there. Um, but then again, probably similar to like what I said with Atlanta. Well, if it's working with Tyreek, then just keep throwing it up there. Well, yeah, There's, the ru- the rumors won't go away that they're the team that Jonathan Taylor's going to end up at, and if they get Taylor as well, game over, isn't it? They're almost in the Super Bowl really, with that sort well, of strength it- of team. If that is a fit, Jonathan Taylor, I'm still not well, sure if yeah. that old version of him still exists. Um, I, I mean, my main takeaway from this game, to be honest, was the Chargers are still going to charge her. It is part of their DNA, seemingly, to yeah. make time management mistakes <laughs> season after season after season. Since Anthony Lynn, they've changed head coaches and it's still the same mistakes. Like Even Justin Herbert had the awareness to slide down inside bounds just before half time yeah. so that they could call a timeout with one second left, take the field goal, go into the half. But no, they take the timeout straight away, kick the field goal, give the Dolphins enough time to go back up the end and get one back. And of course, <laughs> they end up losing by less than a field goal. So and that I one mean, that they it... gave them back was an atrocious penalty to do right on the stroke of half time. The push in the back was 
outrageous. I'd be losing my plot if I was a coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and but it's just also just never put yourself in that situation. Like kill the half there, yeah. go in, you know, with, uh, on the up. And but it's just, but it was a brilliant game at the end of the day. And you know, yeah. I was expecting this to be the best game of the week. Did not disappoint at all. No. And yeah, I, I I still think Tua can be the real deal. And I, you know, at, at the end of the day, his play, his ball placement is good enough when you've got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yes. That yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. A couple of receivers that you really can't overthrow, aren't they? Those two. Yeah. I think um, keep Tua keep fit and they've got a very, very good chance. Yeah, definitely. The Green Bay Packers, 38. The Chicago Bears, 20. Jordan Love, uh, 15 completions of 245 yards and three touchdowns. I did not see this coming. Aaron Jones was the leading rusher with two catches for 86 yards. Um, But it worked. The Bears, they were very Bears-like, weren't they? They just never never really in this game. And the Packers kind of coasted to victory in the end. 28 28 points in the second half. Dave, (laughs) Jordan Love is, is... is this what we can expect? Um, yeah, possibly. Um, I, I really don't know because I've 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 never been. Even when he came out, I wasn't particularly sold on Jordan Love as a prospect. Yeah. I thought he was fine, um, but he had a great situation where he could sit for a couple of years and really learn. And I think that is such a good, like such a big positive for these players that do yeah. need a bit of work, like he did um, coming out. So. I think he's had a pretty much ideal situation, but I mean, like, you look at who he's thrown to, and it's not really get, he's not got a lot of help there. So no. I think that sort of makes it feel even better. But um, like, I don't, I don't expect loads from this Packers team. But it was a really good start to the season, and I don't think them winning was sort of some crazy no. thing. I think you the know, Bears aren't great, aren't they? I think most have picked the Bears, other than Josh, I believe, picked the Packers, but. I don't think anyone thought this was going to be some massive blowout by the Bears, but um, yeah, this was a real good win. And yeah, like if I mean, if you're the Bears, you uh, you are you do have some concerns. It, it looked like the same Justin Fields that we've seen sort of yeah. all the time. You know, he can make some good plays and make some runs and His do some good stuff. Security is but, a major worry, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, and I really do like Fields. I read really, he's one of the players I really root to do well, but yeah. I do have some concerns about him. Um, he really does need to take a step up, I think, in, yeah. in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, there's only one game left, Ollie. It's the Dallas Cowboys 40, the New York Giants 0. Can I just um, sign off now quick? Um, <laughs> how did they score 40 points when Dak only threw for 143 yards? Well, I mean, most of those points <laughs> came off of our offence and special teams. Um <laughs> Should we start off with the positives, which is the firstly Cardinals next week? So fingers <laughs> crossed we can bounce back. Um, and I fingers guess ev- everything went wrong that could go wrong, yeah. and therefore lightning can't strike twice. Surely, um, I just it it's so frustrating because you see that first drive and you think clearly they came out with a really good script, good game plan, went right down the field. Yeah. Then that you get the bot snap, you get Andrew Thomas being flinched by Micah Parsons. Uh, and this is the thing, Andrew Thomas, you know, he was like the one part of that offensive line that I thought, well, he, he that's sorted. The, the rest <laughs> of the offensive line, we still got chances there. It's still got questions. 
but he is one of the best tackles in the league. We've paid him all this money. He, he's flinching. I, yeah. I, I mean, and and this is the thing as well. Evan Neal, the other side, was just a turnstile. I just, he, he had the nightmare game against the Cowboys last year. I was reading this article in the offseason about how he's that he's really learned from that game. That was his welcome to the NFL moment, and it's never going to happen again. Daniel, Daniel Jones was sacked seven times seven in this game. Times, yeah. And I just, and to be fair, you in that first drive, I said it was worked quite well, but there were multiple times where there was just instant pressure on Jones. Yeah. And he just immediately, wasn't a planned run, but he just immediately ran out and was able to get a first down with his legs. But yeah, it's just that right side of the offensive line is just a mess. Um, and it always has been, and they there just doesn't seem to be anything that can fix it. There's also the other thing now that you realize we went out of the playoffs last year to the Eagles 38 to 7. Yeah. It's a 78 to 7 deficit over our last two games against the two division rivals who we're competing for, theoretically, for the <laughs> playoff spots. Um, I mean, and this is the thing it's like we just make our own problems. It's just again and again and again. I, the Saquon Barkley interception and then two massive pass interferences, both by the rookie rookie cornerbacks. And, you know, maybe you just say, okay, maybe don't start two rookie cornerbacks against a very talented offense. Um, and this there's also, you know, the stat they mentioned that we haven't beaten Dak Prescott since his rookie season. Giants... Giants fans will love to go on about how bad Dak Prescott is and how how much better Daniel Jones is. We can't beat him. He's a decent quarterback. Like this is a good team. I don't. This was always going to be a tough game, and I knew that coming in. And I wasn't. And I was expecting to lose because it's the Cowboys in prime time, and that means a Giants loss. But. The way in which we lost, it's just embarrassing. Like at the the fourth down conversion, and Trey Hawkins, the sixth round pick, rookie cornerback, yeah. one of the ones who gave up the massive pass interference, he made it. He made quite a big tackle, but the receiver had already got the first down, and he walks <laughs> off like he's the fucking man, and he's like celebrating and flexing and all this. And it's like you've just given up a first down, mate. What what are you doing? It's just embarrassing. I I just they. And and this is the thing that really frustrates me as well afterwards, because I, I, I at the end of the day I stayed up for this game thinking well it's week one have a little bit of optimism yeah after the second missed field goal I was like okay we're not getting nothing out of this <laughs> I'll get as much sleep as I can and try and come back the next day feeling refreshed and but then I've watched after watching the highlights from the second half they just came out with zero effort. And then Brian Dable after the game is saying, well, the effort, you know, that we don't question that. Like that was always <laughs> there. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, it's just the execution. And that seems to be the line that the team is going with. The execution is the problem, not the effort. Right. I I mean, there's been a few times with this team where I've seen questionable effort. And to say it can never be questioned, I, 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 I really like Brian Dable. I, I I understand losses like this are tough to sort of come out with anything. Yeah, but it's just and and then at the end of the game, the Cowboys took their starters out with ten minutes to go, and we there was still no change in play. 
Like yeah. we still couldn't do anything. The the one play, you know, was a decent pass to Isaiah Hodgins, made a few yards, and of course, at the end of that play, he fumbles the ball, <laughs> and the Cowboys get the ball back. It, it was just start to finish, everything went wrong, and yeah, they basically nothing positive to take from it at all. Just work hard and. Don't make make sure it doesn't happen again. Because God, I hope you win next week. I hope for your sake you win as well. Because <laughs> uh, it, it a really tough one just to, to to make the effort to stay up, yeah, and then have to go into work on like four hours sleep, and I it, like it was just so demoralizing in every way. I like I just wanted a close game. Like, yeah. I, it, like I said, I thought we were going to lose. I was hoping there would be some promise out of this game. I, I just, it, hopefully, I'll see it next week against the Cardinals. If, if you don't, don't see it next week, yeah, turn it in for the season. I think. Yeah, if they, well, I mean, that's and that's the question. Then is, I mean, head coaches don't tend to get more than three years. This is Dayball's third. If if this ends up being a bad year. I, I don't even want to think about it. I, I can't. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I can't see him surviving, unfortunately. Let's move on for Ollie's sake. Um, you obviously got the night football tonight. The Bills taking on the Jets. Uh, let's have a quick look at Thursday night football. We've got the Eagles and the Vikings. Should be a good game. The Vikings, they looked all right. Um, obviously, in their loss, and the Eagles looked kind of all right in their win, really. It was uh, two teams that just needed to get off and run in, and one did better than the other. Um Quick picks on this one, Dave, you reckon? Um, I think the Eagles at home. It's hard not to pick them in this one. Yeah. Ollie? Yeah, Eagles. I, I remember back to last year where they both came off pretty dominant wins in week one and we both thought, oh, this, you know, this is going to be sort of mm. top of the NFC clash and then it ended up being an absolute mauling. Yeah. Um, I, I could see a similar thing sort of happening here. I mean, the Vikings have just lost the Buccaneers and not even... Not even covered off a win, but yeah, I don't think comfortable Eagles win. Yeah, true. Josh? Yeah, I'm going to say Eagles, mainly again for the home field advantage. Yeah, I'm going to get a clean sweep as well. Eagles at home on Thursday night is pretty good. Pretty good for me. Um, any other news before we want to finish, boys? Lots of injuries, but we don't want to talk about them, do we? No, there was lots uh, of them, though. Yeah. Conklin out for the season for the Browns is a big, massive loss. The right tackle. And then, yeah, the J.K. Dobbins and all the rest of them. Um Aaron Jones could be a big one for the Packers if, like, just based on the way they played, if if that hamstring injury is serious. I mean, Deontay Johnson, another hamstring injury. So yeah. It just seemed like a popular one at the start of the season. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have some injury reports probably towards the later, the later part of the week, see if guys have, have made it to week two or not. But, yeah. Um, Dave, do you, want, do you want to do the plugs, the social plugs? Yeah, you can find us uh, at first and ten underscore on Twitter. Um, first and ten everywhere. Uh, make sure you give us some reviews and all of that stuff on wherever you listen always helps so I, I, we've been rubbish at actually asking for them for probably about four years i yeah. think I mean, that's the last time we actually had one so yeah it'd be great if uh, people could give us a review and uh you know hopefully five stars but any review will do but yeah. um yeah just yeah get some on there if they're funny we'll read them out or something i don't know yeah exactly yeah we'll read the best ones out or the best yeah. ones we'll, we'll read them out if we get with some so yeah, yeah. review us um you can yeah, find... like, we'll probably only get one so we'll just read Exactly. We, we will read it out. <laughs> so, You'll get on the show by default yeah, yeah. if you're the person that refuses yeah. us. <laughs> um, Ollie, where can they find you on Twitter? Or do they not want to go to your Twitter this weekend? 
It's that region, Ollie. I'm choosing not to tweet about the Giants, so <laughs> don't worry about that. Fair enough, Josh. Yeah, I'm at jcaps underscore. You can laugh at my Twitter because I was um, giving Matt Jones a bit of abuse to probably about two hours later, giving him a bit of a thumbs up, so you can have a laugh at mine. Nice. He was um, rubbish in the first half. I think it's fair. All of the first, like, three quarters of the first half. Yeah, you're right. I explained the last it. Four minutes. I explained that he was in the mud, the mud of the old baseball ground for Derby County. <laughs> I saw that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at DJG23. I say Twitter, X. I'm not calling it X, it's Twitter. Yeah. Um, and you can find me at Rossbell underscore underscore. And yeah, we'll be back later in the week with a preview show for week two. Until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. Goodbye from Josh. Goodbye. Goodbye from Molly. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time.